eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Cole, Matt Harmon here with you. You're listening to Reception Perception of the Show. We've got a great show lined in front of us here today, but Matt, oh my goodness. Uh, today is a landmark day uh, for the website. Please go check it out, receptionperception.com. For the very first time ever, we are now unveiling more than just wide receivers. We're going into the quarterback's room, man. Um, and, and I know this was uh, an idea that you and I were both full full steam ahead on. We collaborated on this. We brought in the great Derek Glasson. Uh, but just uh, what's going on in your mind right now, man? This is, uh, you know, this website's your baby, you know? And uh, and for us to bring in quarterbacks and stuff like that, man, um, it's got to be pretty, I don't know, a little bit of a, a you know, uh, some some stuff's got to be going through your brain, no? You know, man, it, it really actually is. Uh, today is also the one-year uh, anniversary of signing a new contract at Yahoo. Uh, so Ooh. that was that was cool. Um, yep. it, interesting timing that this lines up here today. And, you know, it was just a, it was really 10 years ago, actually, that, um, you know, I started kind of really putting in work on ba- the on the old backyard banter site. So that like the 2013 season was really when I started that. And, you know, that's right. when I started working on reception perception in the background. So, yeah, a lot of um, uh, a lot of definitely uh, I would I'm, emotions, I, to be honest, you know, creeping up about that type of stuff, man, uh, and, and sort of trying to be introspective, also being um you know, actively trying to take joy in that, you know, this about me, James. And, and obviously, um, you know, I was talking to my wife about this this morning, who definitely knows this about me. Um, I, I don't like to sit around and be like, 
wow, look at this, you know, and like, well, look at all the things <laughs> I've, I've done or, or, or the things that have happened. I, I just prefer to keep yeah. working and, 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 uh, you know, keep plugging going away. after it. So, right. Yeah. Keep plugging away, man. So I'm, uh, <laughs> I am feeling definitely feeling a lot today and it's really cool to see, um, to see the work that Derek has up there. You know, I've just started to look at it a little bit here, just like everybody else. I, I didn't get any, I didn't want to get any sneak peeks really. I wanted to find out, um, here at, you know, uh, 12, 12 PM Pacific, just like everybody else here on Monday. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's great to see the work that has gone into this from Derek's side, obviously, um, to you guys putting this together with him to Zach Miller. I mean, you know, the absolute goat Zach Miller, uh, putting Mm -hmm. a lot of work into this as well. Um, Michael uh, Wagstaff putting work in on the charts. I mean, just a ton of things went into this, and it's really cool to see the product. And yeah, man, I'm I'm I don't know how all this happened uh, to me specifically. Um, you know, generally in the last ten years, in the last year, I don't know how all this stuff has happened. And certainly to see um, the work that has gone in on the quarterback side, giving an extension to the website that I already right. pour so much into is pretty incredible. So I hope people check it out, uh, and I hope that people look at this and say. Yeah, we were already getting good receiver stuff. Um, you know, look, I will, I will pat myself on the back and say I don't think there's better receiver analysis out there than there you're going to find at reception perception. Um, no, there is but not. I think now trying to approach that from a quarterback angle too, I hope people see even more value in the website. All right, man. Uh, we're going to do a deeper dive into that. Um, we'll gloss over a little bit today. Don't worry. We're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. But uh, when we get Derek Klassen onto the podcast, uh, we're going to definitely dive in to some of his work. And he's put a lot of man. Let me tell you, man, he, he has put an unbelievable amount of work uh, yeah, into yeah. this. Uh, and, and, you know, and the one person that could truly appreciate this is you, Matt. You know, <laughs> it's like you put an unbelievable <laughs> amount of work um into it was funny going going over it with zach uh you know he had some questions for me on friday uh before we got into the weekend just like you know hey what do you think about this piece of data this piece you know just kind of doing a final little back check of it i guess and uh the first thing i thought like when he he shared a screen with me i was like holy shit that's a lot of data uh and and, you know i'm like maybe that's what people think when they see like my master spreadsheets too but even for me even for me and I, i obviously collect a lot of receiver data i was like wow this guy is doing a ton of work, a ton of charting. And yeah, yep. I mean, th- look, this is, <laughs> uh, I said this to our, our friend, uh, Lindsay Rhodes, actually, you know, mm-hmm. very recently I was on the radio with her and I said, you know, I, I do all this work. So you people out there don't have to, you know, you, you can just check out the site. <laughs> and you don't have to watch every route like this. And, and that is definitely yeah. what Derek is doing with quarterbacks. Like, you know, you, yep. you want to know more about quarterbacks and you ever thought you needed to know this is definitely you're going to find this it with is this it. Data. This is it. This is it. By the way, Lindsay, the great Lindsay Rhodes, formerly of NFL Network, uh, my colleague at both NFL Network, our colleague at NFL Network, and my former colleague at DirecTV as well. She is on Sirius XM Satellite. Uh, she's got a fantasy show. And by the way, also a subscriber to ReceptionPerception.com. Just saying. All right. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Kansas City. Let's get through some news and notes here. And, um, and we're going to get into the tremendous profile uh, of Tyler Lockett, man, who is just still absolutely balling right now. Anyways, all right, let's start with uh, Kadarius Tony there in Kansas City. He hurt his knee in practice Sunday. He's expected back for the start of the season. Matt, again, there was so much hype building behind Kadarius Tony. He's going to be the number one wide receiver in Kansas City. He's gonna be, he's gonna go off. He's gonna finally just explode onto the scene. And this to me is just yet another setback. 
for what has been a very injury-ridden career uh, for Kadarius Tony, and and I thought your charting of Kadarius Tony too just basically put a stamp on it for me. It's like he's a gadget guy. He's an explosive, highly explosive gadget guy, but that's what he is. And I think in an Andy Reid offense, you can't build a, a passing game around a player like Kadarius Tony. But when you saw the news, what did you think? Yeah, so uh, I saw a, a tweet today. Are we calling? Actually, are we calling them X's now? You know, they're no longer tweets. Are they? Are they X's? You know, with the soul Elon Musk. I mean, who? The, that who sounds the terrible. Is? First of all, it sounds, sounds terrible. Yeah, I, I, actually, I don't, no, I don't. I, listen, I don't want to run into many of my exes. I definitely. That's don't. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but that's what um, I mean. Oh, we're talking yeah. about my exes right now. And I'm like, I, I, I like got, I got like, you know, uh, yeah. my chest got Ooh. tight a little bit. I was like, wait, wait, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Ex- my exes? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. we're not. <laughs> this is not the podcast for that. This is not the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you know what I, I mean. Did, yeah, I didn't, didn't even yeah. think about that. I was, I was about right. to say. Yeah, I saw saw one of my exes say about Kadarius Tony. <laughs> Definitely did not. Uh, but no, I did yeah, see right. a post on the on Twitter slash X, whatever the hell it is, uh, from right. Alex Gold, who's a you know reporter in Kansas City, said that. Kelsey says he's crossing his fingers to get Tony back as soon as possible, whether it's for the beginning of the season or a few weeks in. Um, So, I mean, we really don't know when this is. And then Kadarius Tony, I guess, also said on Twitter, you know, report slightly wrong, but I'll definitely be back soon. Um, You know, love you, Chiefs Kingdom, all that stuff. So I think what we know now is that this guy, we don't know when this guy's going to be back. And look, right. This is I'm going to trend into unpopular territory, perhaps by saying this, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I think because look, let me be clear. Like you should never victory lap anything in July and you should never victory lap because of an injury. And I'm not, I don't really like the victory lap period on period on players, positive or negative. So please, as I say this, that's not what I'm doing, but I do think when you look at Kadarius, Tony, this is a guy who has consistently had issues staying healthy. Yeah. This is also big time. I mean, this is what we're talking about here. Like he got injured doing punt return drills and like pre-practice is what, is what, what this sounds like aggravating a pre-existing injury. And when you look at his, you know, the criticism of, of him on reception perception is that he's not a nuanced route runner. He's not a detailed technician. And that shows up in his press man coverage scores um, that have always been low. He has been exclusively a gadget guy. Like I said, when we talked about him a few uh, like a month ago or, or whatever it was, we have never seen there is no evidence in the NFL that this guy is like a real full-time outside receiver. It just it's right. not there. 16th percentile last year against man coverage, 27th the year before. Um, he posted 52% uh, versus man coverage as a rookie, 50% uh, against press. Like those are not good scores either. He's obviously a really explosive player, as you mentioned, but I think my unpopular take here is that these these two things are related. Um, there's there's a reason that he's hurt all the time and there's a reason he's probably not a good route runner and I think it's fair to, to question at this point you know and this is also a guy we're talking about like have you seen the stuff where he's been getting in fights with like Giants fans on Twitter and like sending them yeah. DMs and stuff right I, I'm just gonna say that this guy's probably not putting in the most attention to his body <laughs> and to his nutrition mo- I'm, I'm just I'm get I'm guessing at it you know and I not, think these two only, things are related I- I mean, not only is he getting into fights with Giants fans, then he's like sending voice memos and like, and yeah. then and then saying it's not him, 
And then he said he, he got hacked. I mean, the the ultimate the ultimate bullshit excuse, right? Oh, and, you know, you like, got hacked. Oh my so, god! Can my eyes roll further into the back of my? It's like dog. It's like you know they've got the saying online of you got caught in 4K. Like I mean, bro, you're sending voice memos, and then you're saying you got hacked. Hell I mean, of a it's hack. It's not even. I mean, what they're using AI to generate your voice now? Like, what is going on, dog? Come on, bro. It is possible. I'm saying it's possible, but somebody's going to these links. Somebody's somebody is hacking into Kadarius' Tony Twitter to uh, to then send an AI generated voice memo to some. Come on, bro. Like that's not happening. That is not happening right now. Unbelievable. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I know that just sound, comes off like old man yelling at the clouds, but I I think that you can you can make connections there, right? Like maybe this yeah. guy is not putting in the time and attention he needs to be um, consistently healthy. That look, some people are just snake bitten, and I think there's probably a little right. bit of both, right? Like, but sure. at the same time, there could be correlation between, and there could be causation between this correlation, right? Like that he's not. That, that he's doing all this stuff online, he, you know, this nonsense, like threatening Giants fans in their DMs, sending voice memos, all that stuff, talking about Daniel right. Jones and Saquon Barkley, still clearly thinking about the Giants. Uh, and he, the reason why he can't say healthy, the reason why he's not, you know, not a good technician, because you know what that takes? Time. That That's one thing that I, you know, doing this stuff with receivers, uh, you know, charting them, and then obviously a lot of the guys I get to talk to, um, you know, because I'm in a great position at Yahoo where I get to talk to a lot of these players, you know, receivers and not receivers. This is, it, it is an hours based business, right? Like you, you right. It, it's an hours based exercise. These guys that are great route runners that have these great, you know, reception perception charts, they're not doing this just because it's like a God given ability. That's what's so impressive about these guys who like, you know, Antonio Brown or, you know, Antonio Brown, whole other thing, but like, you know, these guys who aren't necessarily like great <laughs> testing athletes. I should have used right. a better example given what we're talking about here, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? These guys who aren't great, like on paper testing athletes, <clears throat> yes. you know, that, that become great route runners. That's why I think these players are so, fantastic because it takes time and yeah. attention to detail and it, it's a craft-based thing and you know Antonio Brown for all of the nonsense that he um you know it was, it obviously mm -hmm. became of his career at the, and his life at yeah, this point man. right he's a he's a madman from a training perspective too like True. nobody put, absolutely at his peak nobody was putting more man hours into what was going into his body and how he was going to perform and all of that stuff so Bro, yeah I mean Antonio Brown could roll out of bed tomorrow play in the NFL and grab you eight touchdowns and a thousand yards like he could just maybe. do that I, I mean he's uh, that just I mean he's that special you know I mean we saw that with you know the Patriots the dude just comes in catches a touchdown and you know he goes and he goes obviously haywire with the buckos but I mean even with the box it was like you know yeah but guy could still play you know it was crazy yeah. anyways but, but but yeah but yeah go on Bad example, uh, but you know these guys that are uh, under like unheralded athletes that become. How about like Steve Smith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, or just even you know guys that are playing right now. You know, Diggs was a fifth round pick. Um, right. You know, right. Cooper Cup is a great example. I uh, just mm. he's fresh on the mic because I just finished his profile. The guy ran like a four six at the Keenan Allen ran like a four seven at the combine or some nonsense right. like that, and the reason that Cooper cup who will break down more in depth at a future episode. This guy is a maniacal worker who puts a ton of time and attention into the detail, the absolute details of coverage and leverage and the little things that make you, 
you know, one of the best zone beating receivers of all time in reception perception. Um, you know, obviously some of those guys have gotten hurt different points of their career, certainly, but you know, this stuff with Kadarius Tony, I think is all connected. The online nonsense, the on-field performance and mm-hmm. the inability to stay healthy that just like, I don't think you can, I don't, I don't really buy that the chiefs were ever counting on him to be a number one wide receiver. Um, but it's to the point that like, you know, unreliable people are unreliable. And I think he's a little unreliable in multiple, in multiple ways. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, so my whole thing, this whole, you know, while, while Kadarius was getting all this hype was, man, Sky Moore is just criminally underrated right now. Um, I thought that he was going to really step forward here in year number two. We, we've highlighted very clearly that uh, rookie players in Andy Reid's offenses, it just takes time to understand the nuances of what Andy Reid is trying to get done. Uh, Sky Moore now going into year number two. Uh, I thought he was going to really step forward. But Matt, what say you from a wide receiver room? Because because obviously, as we know, Travis Kelsey is their go to pass catcher. But just from a wide receiver standpoint and and do keep in mind, Andy reads off. You, you got to get production from wide receivers. You just do. And, and obviously, Reed has done an amazing job, maybe the best job in NFL history in terms of manufacturing that. Uh, but they've got MVS, they've got Sky Moore, Justin Watson played a ton, didn't see a lot of targets, Richie James they had in the offseason, and then they drafted a guy in in Rasheed Rice. I feel like now that Kadarius got hurt here, I I'm I can almost sense that there's going to be a steady drumbeat maybe for Rice, and, and I just don't know if he's there. I don't know if Rasheed Rice is there either, um, but I do think he's a really intriguing prospect for a variety of reasons where, you know, I've mentioned his reception perception sample was not, was not great. Um, also no. was probably banged up during most of that, but I think he fits best as a vertical outside receiver, you know, replacing MVS at some point in, in but, but they also might view him as a big slot. I, I don't really know because Brett Beach has kind of thrown that out there at different times. So maybe they view mm-hmm. him in a different way um, than I do. I don't know that he's necessarily going to be a big factor as a rookie. We'll see about that. MVS I know gets a ton of crap, um, but he is a good vertical threat and he is capable. Mm-hmm. He is an inconsistent player, a like, you know, we talk about Amari Cooper being an inconsistent player. You know, MVS is a dramatically different and much more so inconsistent player. But right. he is an NFL like receiver three who just happens to be their top outside guy. Um, I am a, you know, you know me, James. I'm always like dying at the fact that I don't have some of these like like RP profile on some of these guys. And I think Richie James is sort of kind of getting into that territory for me, just because okay. I've never charted him, but he had a pretty nice season with the Giants last year. Yeah. And there's a lot of there is a lot of excitement about him uh, in the early days of Chiefs camp. Now, I will say I always come back to um, uh, our late great friend Chris Wessling has always talked about those guys that 
popped in the OTA in like OTAs and mini camp and padless practices. And it's always these like spacey slot receivers. Paris Campbell's getting it with the Giants right now. And then, you know, former Giant Richie James, maybe he falls into that category. And that's why people are really excited about him. But there is a lot of hype about him as a route runner in training camp right now. So I'll I'll note that. But yeah, it does come back to Sky Moore to me, who I think is a really solid player. You know, we've we said on the show many times that I think the fact that he had a, a slow rookie season is not surprising to me. Uh, right. and, you know, it was not, was not surprising to us because he was coming from a very low level learning Andy Reid offense. Uh, I, I think Sky Moore can be a really good player that you can throw the ball to like a hundred to 120 times a year. But I just really don't, I don't think, I think this team, as long as they have Travis Kelsey does is never going to have like that number one receiver. I mean, it was never going to, I don't think it was ever going to be Kadarius Tony. And I don't, I mean, and that's just like not his role. And I mean, I think right. Sky Moore can be a solid slot receiver, like a solid flanker slot receiver, but I don't know that that's going to be his role necessarily either. So mm-hmm. he is the guy I'm definitely most betting on here, Sky Moore. And I would have said that, you know, prior to the Tony injury, but now it's just even more so. I think he has to be the guy that takes the step in this receiver core. Cause when I look at MVS, tapped out Justin Watson yeah. tapped out Richie James probably tapped out you know Rasheed mm-hmm. Rice I think we'll see in 24 and beyond and Kadarius Tony I thought was tapped out at his previous role as like a gadget guy yeah. so I think Sky Moore is the one that I'm like I don't know that he's tapped out as just like a bit player I think he could be right. a full-time slot receiver I'll throw some numbers out here for you okay Sky Moore 5'10 195 he's a round a late round two pick but still relatively a relatively early pick um, especially for a small school wide receiver for Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he ran a 4-4-1, which I thought was really interesting. I mean, now we're starting to get to like fast, fast. 4-4-1 is fast, fast, okay? Um, his 34.5-inch vertical left a lot to be desired. You'd like to see that number above, you know, 36-37. broad jump, again, not great. Uh, you'd like to see that around 10-8 or higher. Um, so <clears throat> I bring up the vert and the broad jump, though, Matt. Uh, and I thought I saw this a little bit too, just watching him play short area burst, not really his game Four four one would indicate he's got some long speed and can get out there and run if given a little bit of a runway. Um, what are your kind of thoughts on, on those, uh, athletic measurements there for sky? Yeah, I don't think he's the most explosive player. Um, mm-hmm. You know, his his success rates in college were great because he did what you want to do uh, a guy against smaller competition. You want him to go out and blow the doors off those guys. And that's definitely what he did uh, from a collegiate perspective. He was, you know, top two in success rate versus man press and zone coverage among the guys charted in that 2021 or 2022 draft class. You know, that, like I said, goes out and does small level of competition. Uh, Right. In the NFL, I definitely think you you saw that lack of explosiveness, um, you know, but you give him a clear runway. I think that's right. Like, you know, I think that's why they wanted him to be on punt returns so bad, but he just like, he's never been a punt returner. Like, why are we having this guy field punts? He's not going to field punts. So, um, I do think though, yeah, giving him the head of steam like that is really good. And for me, the one thing I would say too, about sky Moore, he's what we were sort of talking about the inverse with Kadarius Tony, that if sky Moore is going to be maxed out, um, He's going to max out his ability. He's going to have to become a great route runner. He's going to have to become a great technician because he is not that explosive athlete. And obviously I don't know about, I don't know Sky more and I don't, you know, have any like sources on this, but if he's been putting that work in, if he's been taking that attention to detail, which I do think you saw as a collegiate player and last Mm -hmm. year too, you know, we're talking about a guy in a very small sample. 
He played everywhere. We talked about that. He lined up at all different receiver spots. He played some X. He played some flanker. He played some slot, getting to know the playbook. I think his long-term position will be flanker slot. But he still had a 73.1% success rate versus press coverage, a 70th percentile score, you know, 68.5% against man. That's solid. It's like right up. It's above average. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about a guy who had a big learning curve. So I think the fundamentals are there for Sky Moore to build on. He's not the most explosive player for sure, but the fundamentals are there for him to take, uh, I think, another step as a player. Okay, so last thing I'll say about Kansas City, um, I thought this was interesting. In terms of wide receiver targets who were lined up out wide, Kansas City ranked dead last in the NFL in 2022. So whoever, whatever wide receiver lines up out wide for Kansas City, generally doesn't see a lot of work okay they 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 again ranked last in terms of uh percentages of of the passes thrown to outside wide receiver in the nfl in regards to wide receivers lined up in the slot a little bit better but still below average uh in 20 percent about 20 percent of the targets went to slot wide receivers that ranked 19th in the nfl but Again, I think Sky Moore can play a little bit everywhere, uh, as we saw him last year. Uh, I, you know, I totally agree with you. You, you want him a, a little bit, you know, maybe off the ball, but flanker, slot, Sky Moore. But we saw he can play a little bit of X too. Um, so let's see what Andy Reid cooks up for him uh, in twenty twenty three. 